0: Hello, and welcome to Destination Dot Dot Dot, your ultimate travel guide experience. This is the first episode of a brand new podcast. My name is Pierce and I'm joined by Lewis McGinty.
1: How you doing? I'm Tommy O'Gottlin. Hiya.
0: So guys, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Starting with you first, Lewis McGinty?
1: Um, well, I'm currently a student, and I'm hoping to get my graduate soon, so I'm doing sound engineering and production of music. What you, Tommy.
2: Well, I'm a graduate of International Tourism Management, but I'm currently working as a call center job doing rescheduling of vaccinations. But what about you, Pierce? What about you? Yeah, I'm a sports journalism
0: student in my final year at UWS, and I'm currently working for Queens Park as a match reporter. Um, but firstly, guys, let's talk about what's your favourite. Desi, she's been to so fast up.
1: You first, Lewis. Cheers. Um, well, the thing is, like, I would. My favourite destination I know will be in the future is South Korea. I've already been there though, mm-hmm. but I went two weeks myself and it was the most boring thing because like, it's a great country and it's extravagant and all that. But it's just because I was there myself, I thought it would be a wee bit boring. Yeah. But I would say personally it would be Spain. I know it's dead basic, but my dad used to live there. So yeah, in particular Spain? you know, it's a wee town called Torrevieja. It's mm-hmm. just outside Alicante. Yeah. But. Uh, we were there, and because my dad lived there, I could do anything I wanted, and with no hesitation. What about you, Tommy?
2: Well, I was uh, dating a couple of Chinese girls in uh, Scotland, and uh, my most serious one is I went to Shanghai to visit her for a birthday, try to be romantic and stuff, and I'm not going to lie, it was the most amazing trip I've ever been on. I'm still on the future plan to go to Korea, but... Uh, my most amazing trip was in Shanghai. I was flabbergasted, I was exasperated, I was lost for words. It was a totally different culture. People were so friendly to me. It was as if like, I wanted to move there because in Scotland, I kind of like foreign people because they're so polite to people if they're trying to learn your language. And I was trying to learn Chinese and it was just so exuberating that people just smiled and waved at me all the time. But what about you, Pierce? What about you?
0: Uh, well, I'd probably say, for me, South Korea. I went there the past summer for two months. I was just thought i would been working in retail for six years as, lo- as well as studying in college and university. And I thought, enough is enough. It's been eight months without my girlfriend. Uh, in lockdown, I was like... So I went, saved up my money, traveled to South Korea and traveled I think probably 10 cities in Korea. And she's now my fiancée. We propose, I proposed to her in a place called Jongju, uh, went to a traditional Hanuk village, and I wore the hanbok, which is the traditional clothing, and I just proposed to her a photo shoot and had professional photos taken. It, just, it was just the perfect setting for me. It was between that or like going to Jeju Island, but we couldn't go to Jeju Island because they, when we, we tried to go there was kind of like a monsoon weather and stuff like that, mm. but for me that was kind of like the perfect setting. Well, that leads us perfectly on to our next topic. So, where would you like to go to
1: next, Lewis? Well, of course. Like, we're all talking about Korea. Like, what, where do, you, what do you think, mate? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm hoping to go to Busan. Busan, uh, Mainly because, like, that's what I'm hoping to teach. Mm-hmm. Like, what I'm hoping to do after I graduate is teach English in a foreign school. But, due to circumstances, TEF will gave me the opportunity to teach in a Korean kindergarten or primary or high school. Just what I would say, I would go primary because my Korean isn't that good. But yeah, was
0: a little test or some Korean.
1: And young. <laughs> 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 That's all you're getting.
2: <laughs> but is there any like other thing you'd like to do on the side while you're in Korea?
1: Uh yeah, actually, like see. Since I'm doing like music and sound, I could either tutor. Like as like, I play guitar and piano, yeah. so I could I do that. Or I could also, like, sign with a entertainment agency, like, JYP, HYB, like, all them, but I won't be with, like, great bands, yeah. but I could help produce some things there.
0: Have you done any already, so far?
1: I've actually helped produce for a few Korean bands. Some, like, not, of, not as famous as others, but I've done a few in and around Scotland, but not, like, like my, the ones that I've done in Korea were much more advanced i'd say what about you tommy
2: well i planning also to go into the teaching kind of industry just for a little bit of experience because i did do a uh esol course on teaching 120 hours five week intense course it was amazing i got to actually learn how to teach and uh, all the different like kind of variations of uh, english it's cause it goes to from beginner to advanced i was uh, and i'm still learning i wasn't very good at the advanced but i'm still trying to learn and I plan to either do it in Busan if I get the opportunity, or as I apply through the JET programme somewhere in Tokyo or like Okinawa, because, you know, the karate kid, I've always been attracted to that kind of setting like little traditional kind of Japanese little village, you know, young Japanese girls running everywhere. But what about you, Pierce, more importantly?
0: Well, uh, I'd I'd love to go to and stay in Uh, genus city, which is uh, a place called uh Najusi in uh, South Korea, which is like the deep south. It's like the Ob Busan's like down the far right hand corner of South Korea. Naju's down the far left. It's it's just like it's like in between, like Seoul and somewhere like Mm Gangjin, which is like pure middle of absolute nowhere. They're just like traditional housing. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like Seoul is just like I've been to Seoul. Seoul's like ridiculous. Like all the buildings are crammed together. Traffic was too. There's too many cars on the roads. It's a beautiful city, but for me, it was just too much. But well, that was kind of like the perfect balance. You the bit of countryside, but you've also got the advancement of like the big city buildings, the, sh- the shops, your Baskin Robbins, your Loteria stuff like that. Mm, mm. And for me, it was just like the perfect. And right next to our house was a football pitch. I'm a massive football fan, I love playing football and that was just a way just kind of while she's away teaching, I can just go and play for like an hour in the heat and just kind of get some exercise. Suffer. <laughs> <laughs> I suffer. Was there any place in a
2: uh, career that any of you actually didn't like,
1: just from your own preference that you didn't like living,
2: for instance that you lose. Is there any place that you didn't take a kind?
1: To well it's it? not that I didn't like anything, like, even though I was there myself, I absolutely loved it, but it, gets t- it takes a toll on you when you're yourself in a hotel room. Yeah. So I was like, ah, oh. I can't really be bored now. <laughs> but in, in reality, see, if I was there with someone, I'd love it. Every bit, yeah. Nothing I could say bad about it, honestly, even if I tried.
2: What about you, Pierce? So, when you're in Korea, is there any city that you would never ever want planning living in, like in your preference? Well,
0: for me, it was um, Seoul, but in particular, a place called Gangnam, which is obviously known for Wapa Gangnam style. <laughs> yeah, so it was very um it was very um, how oh would you say what is the word? Fut materialistic. Mm. like everyone last like seen. I was in a coffee shop and it was like it was like equivalent to like five pounds an hour just for like a coffee. Wow. And it was just a basic coffee. It wasn't that great. Um, and every I seen I remember seeing a guy with his girlfriend, and the guy was of head to toe Fendi ridiculous ridiculous and, he, and he all the fancy cars it was, it was just a city full of posers and mm. like I went to a place called Hongdae in Seoul which is the total opposite and it's more like young people just enjoying It's like better food better music it's just there's it an actual atmosphere whereas Gangnam felt
2: quite put on and I just didn't like it in my opinion so it's kind of like uh, North Korea like in that movie like where they kind of like had like like kind of fake like shops and stuff like to kind of show like kind of richness I'm going to lie
1: mate I don't think it's anything like North Korea
2: no I'm I'm not saying it is I'm just saying like kind of like how they kind of portray that they're rich as well but they're the poor side of the
1: that's not the thing that (laughs) North Korea is it's not like if they don't do what they're told in North Korea they get punishment Mm. but they're just doing it over there and going yeah. on because they want to, Yeah. and if they don't, if they want to be like that, like fair play, but in reality they just look like absolute idiots. Yeah. So,
0: um, so yeah, what is your ultimate plan for the future?
1: Start with your Lewis. Well, I'm hoping to settle down and like career, like it, even if it's no, like korea i wouldn't mind settling down somewhere else but i just want to settle down in scotland i I I love traveling so i'm hoping to go to korea get my degree uh, degree, Mm. and after teaching i'll be fully qualified to teach abroad so Mm -hmm. no matter where i go i'll be able to teach in a school so that is my plan
0: uh what about with your current girlfriend at the moment
1: Uh, we'll see might not be my girlfriend soon might be more (laughs) i Uh. hope so (laughs) what about you tommy
2: Well, I've got many plans, Uh, for instance, like, I plan to try and uh, learn different languages and cultures, for instance, my girlfriend uh, right now is Vietnamese, but she she works for JYP and she does translating uh, BTS videos into Vietnamese to send back to that kind of country, and she's also fluent in Korean. But what I want to do is like I want to either teach and I want to be bilingual or multilingual as you would say it in like Japanese, Korean, Chinese, Mandarin, Chinese, Cantonese. I want to expand my brain and, and I also want to kind of settle down somewhere in Asia because I'd love to try and see how I'd adapt to the different cultures. Because there is a big culture shock people do say if you try and move out to an Asian country you do see the difference. Have you ever experienced any types of culture shocks, Pierce, since you've went to Korea? Was any
0: shock for you? Well, being in deep south of Korea, um, being a six foot five skinny white male with a big beard, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was very many culture. I didn't expe- extreme, uh, experience any racism. Like everyone was super friendly, but you do get like little children sometimes staring at you like, that.
1: "Oh, white man." <laughs> yeah. Didn't you tell me a few? You- uh, days ago about a wee story where you're standing in a queue and a wee lassie came in and t- said something what happened there?
0: no it was uh, so I went out to get some brunch mm-hmm. for me and Gina while she was teaching just being that good, good fiancé you know what I mean um, so went uh, to Loteria and then I went to a place called Paris Baguette and I then popped into Baskin Robbins mm-hmm. to get some ice cream mm-hmm. and there was probably a group maybe about like 8 schoolgirls on the weekend and they just stared at me, and they said, "Are you English?" And I said, "Yes." And they all giggled, <laughs> and then ran out of the shop. <laughs> so with that I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> just a wee bit creepy, eh? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, yeah.
2: It was, it was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was a weird experience, but. Have you ever had
1: any weird ones?
2: Well, the when I was in Shanghai, I was uh, eating like kind of a spring roll pancake for breakfast. And then uh, my, my girlfriend at the time was, like, kind of paying for it. And then this uh, old couple uh, stood and stopped in front of me, stared at me for five minutes, no, lose, losing eye contact. And then as soon as my word came up, they left. So I was kind of shocked with that type of... Uh, why are they staring at me? Are they, are they interested in me? And I was like, maybe they're just kind of shocked seeing a white male in that kind of rural area of Shanghai. Oh, yeah, but you've
1: not been saying anything. What about your weird experiences? <laughs> well, <laughs> so there's this, like, seeing Torreveca, there was this old woman that everybody knew who she was, and we all called her Naughty Nina. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> you, you, there was, I think, me and my da, we were just walking back to a place called Mercadona, which is the Asda over in Spain. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just saw her coming out of the bush Where we, like <laughs> a 17 year old guy. I was like, how the f- what? So, she... <laughs> the weirdest experience is when I was sitting on the bar. Well, not on the bar, but at the bar over in... It's called the Casa. That was our wee place we went. Me and my dad were sitting there. He went to get a toastie and I was sitting outside. And not Nina came up to me and asked, You up for a wee son?" Honestly, as soon as that happened, my on it, pale white, I was like, no, no me, please, no me. <laughs> but, yeah... <laughs> What I do want to know is, see for these places we've all been to, uh, even if it's our favourite place or not, we always have a favourite food. What is yours, Pierce?
0: Me? Well, I'm going to go my last experience, which was in South Korea, and my favourite food was fried chicken, Korean fried chicken, but they had like this kind of cheese kind of powder they put on top of it. My god, it's like heaven, honestly. Every time I had, it, I think about ten times there, and I was just, I, I was just so fat, and it was just so beautiful, <laughs> and there's so much because you, you kind of get it just by itself. So you get that, and you also get rosy tabaki, which is kind of like spicy tabaki with cheese, and you also get cheese puff balls. I was just eating cheese constantly, basically. <laughs> I felt as if I was, um, like in,
2: <laughs> I felt as if I was in ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> So how did you handle the spice, Pierce? That's the main question. Because you're a white guy, and we don't really do well with spices.
0: Well, to be honest, I couldn't even handle chopsticks before I went to Korea. But you have to, you have to learn how to adapt. You need to adapt to your surroundings, and uh, that's kind of what I done. Just kind of bear through the pain, drink a lot of water and milk. <laughs> uh, what so, were you?
1: What were you, Tommy? Well, I'm trying to
2: think about it. I'd have to with... go for pulled pork. I love a wee bit of pulled pork, and uh, we're kind of, do you know the bal ball, ball bal bun? It's like a Vietnamese kind of like uh, bun, it's kind of like a burger, but it's kind of like that. You put your pulled pork in it and you eat it, and it's so soft, delicious in your mouth, melts. I'd have to say that's my favourite type of food, because just simple food with a lot of barbecue and pork put together. Was it quite creamy in your mouth, though? Well, it was quite creamy, yeah. there was. They did put like a salsa sauce in it and
1: like, in a lot of coleslaw, and it was lovely. What about you, Lewis? What was your favourite food? Oh, no, Pierce has already said mine's, but it's like rosy, tobuki, honestly, heaven on earth. But, I will admit, I did like a wee bit of bulgogi steak. Nothing better, but obviously Korean dishes are absolutely fabulous. Even the McDonald's, better. but I think that was just like, it was, I would recommend like, describe McDonald's chips as cocaine riddled as they were riddled with salt (laughs) but they were amazing what would
2: you say about the steak how did you have your steak done was it like rare medium was it like
1: medium medium. but it it was done so well that even if I took a bite it just ripped away so it was Mm. perfect
0: well I went to a place in uh, Najoo and went to this kind of American diner and the actual barely cooked the steak and they had it on like a hot plate and you, you just kind of, it's like it's big, basically just massive chunky meat. Mm. And you just chop up with the scissors and then you, just, you kind of cook it yourself on a wee hot stove. And I thought that was a okay. f- amazing experience because I've never done something like that. And that way you can have a steak how well done you want. So I kind of had it a little bit pink in the middle. Mm. And usually when I was younger, I've got quite a sensitive stomach. Like I usually had food poison. Mm. But um, oh no, that no, was perfect. It was, and I think for me, like the steak in the UK is very thin. Mm. and quite crispy mm. whereas in Korea it's very thick and juicy and you get all the the moisture and and in and, and, and the meat no wrong, man. so yeah i take it you like moist steaks yeah i like moist steaks I. but um i like it quite uh
2: what was the word kind of creamy and uh kind of just succulent somewhere to the point uh i'm going to say a point here i've known my brother for 23 years since i've been born and he's been quite a plane eater but, do you feel as if your taste buds has developed since you've went to Korea, that you've tried more stuff, more vegetables and stuff like that?
0: Oh, 100% yeah, because I think I've, with my my fiance, she's kind of broadened my horizons and try to make my healthier person, because I was quite a fussy eater, um, only eat unhealthy food, whereas now I'm kind of eating stuff like mushrooms, cloves of garlic, which they love in Korea, but they fry them. Mm. And um obviously I've been eating some like, salads and stuff like that, and I've been eating some I think it's like miso soup, which is very healthy, and I've been drinking a lot of tea, mm.
2: which just is a lot better than just drinking fizzy juice all the time, constantly. Mm. Uh see miso soup, is it like is it warm? Is it like served cold? I've never had miso soup, so Miso soup spring onion in it? Yeah, spring onion, just spring on your soup. And it's it it's really nice, eh?
0: It's just simple and plain, but you usually get it as like a starter. But you you can tell us more about that, Lewis.
1: Oh, mains and starters. The thing is, with me, I just look at a menu and I go, I want, <laughs> I want that one. So, like, it's not that I, like that, I don't go for the nicest thing, I just go for the more extravagant name and like all that. Oh, i love that. <laughs> Even if I don't know what it is, so I can yeah. get like a, a cactus plant brought to me, like, a that. I'll ask for it, so I can't, I'm going to have it. <laughs> I, honestly, I'd eat anything, but see, ever since I actually moved out, hmm. I've, been make, making so much stuff to do around veg. Like I used to be like you, mm. and I used to not eat any veg whatsoever. And when I did, I used to moan about it. Yeah. But now I'm eating a lot of it now. What would you say is your favorite,
2: like, kind of vegetable to put into your food? Would you have most
1: That's, that depends? Like, see, for certain things, like if I'm having a steak pie, I might make some broccoli, if I'm having chicken, oh, yeah.
2: some sweet corn, mm. but
1: it's just a bit of but
2: What about you, Pierce? Uh, would you say that uh, your favorite, favorite vegetable is what type of vegetable? Would you say? it a green vegetable? Was it something? I'd probably. Say, I had, to be honest, I'm, I'm guessing
0: something about here, but I had, um, I had asparagus with my my steak that I cooked uh, for Gina and her family, which I made from scratch. Not that I took more horn, but I'm quite a good chef. But yeah, the asparagus was quite high end and it was, it was quite crunchy. To be honest, it just tasted
2: water basically. What about yourself, Tommy? Well, I'd have to go for the same as uh, Lewis. I love a little bit of a steam vegetable. Because uh, broccoli, for instance, favourite vegetable because it looks like wee mini trees. As if you're going to Frodo Baggins. You know, the little middle earth kind of wee trees. But enough enough about that. Thank you for watching our podcast. And I am Tommy McLaughlin. I'm Lewis McGinty.
0: And I've been Pierce McLaughlin. And that's the f- first episode coming to a close. For your final travel destination, ciao, ciao.